This is the Reading Aloud Podcast. I'm Marisol Collette. And I'm Adam Collette. And you love us because we love you. We sure do. And let's get to today's conversation. (laughs) Well, it's been a week and I am still have like half a voice. Why do I find fingernails in the bed? Probably because I pick them. But then what? Forget about them. But what do you mean? Do you set them somewhere and then you're just like, I'll get those later? Probably. Do you yeah, do that with boogers I too? I don't have, no, boogers I try to get rid of. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't think to try to get rid of your fingernails? No, wouldn't think of it. Not in a million years. Bad habit. Well, the biting of the nails is disgusting Definitely habit. Bad. Yeah, disgusting. Disgusting. I'm a disgusting person. But because they, first of all, they make your nails look like, you know, the edges of paper, like when they're ripped. <laughs> and then also it's like, first of all, you have a great immune system, but the studies on b- bacteria under the nails is... Oh, it's, oh, if you knew all of the nastiness that I probably ingested from that, it'd be terrible. You'd never want to kiss me again. Oh, God. <laughs> this is not good. I, I saw your eyes like light up with realization. Yeah, this is bad. Yeah. This is really bad. Yeah. I just will forever think of that like water. Was it the water? What? Whoa. The, the Secret Life of Water. No. What? No. The movie, the water movie where. Oh, right. Um, where the guy says, Do you wash your hands before you go to the bathroom or after? Right. For men. I yeah. mean, I will never forget that. It's the best question in the whole world. What would you prefer? Both. Well, no, because don't you remember the quote in the movie? He said, people that do both are insane. That was the thing. Some people wash before. Well, I'm just saying. The reason you have to do both is because, oh, you don't at all. But then you touch the door to get out of the bathroom. Uh So I'm saying if you couldn't do both, what would be your preference? uh, Before. Before. Babe. Well, for men to do before, so then their hands have touched their peens. Yes. Okay. But your peens is just like touching your arm if it's, you know, like... Yeah, but it sweats more. It sweats more. That doesn't matter. I'm not worried about shaking somebody's hand who like scratched their armpit. You know, like that's not gross, right? Like that's just another part of the body. It's poop. Right, but it's, it's it's more for like other people because it's cleaner to wash after you go to the bathroom. But if your peens doesn't have anything on it... Right. I hear that. But like if you've, when you're at a urinal as a guy, if you've washed your hands before, you touch the handle after you've That's what I don't want you to do. Kick that leg up. Do that high kick. You touch the handle. Do that high kick. There's splashing that occurs. Onto your hands? Potentially. So that means there's also splashing onto your pants, which is the point I've been making since the beginning of time. Yeah. People are just dirty. There's like pee and poo everywhere out in the world. We're just swimming in it, really. What do you want me to do with that information? <laughs> Accept it. Embrace it. I was actually doing really good with my like germ stuff. And then COVID hit and it, it reignited everything. I really yeah. was. Because I was, I was thinking about, well, for one, it's important for me to relax. And then for two, you know, I want a good immune system. So I want good exposure. And then I was just thinking, 
about having a kid one day, hopefully, and knowing that it was going to be the nastiest thing in the world. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm sick. <laughs> I'm healthy as a bug. Yeah, it's not true. You were not healthy as a bug. Whose contacts are you wearing? Mine. So did you have to take mine out yesterday? I did, yeah. You had to take them out? Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Sorry. What? So what's your topic? No, I think quality connection. So we're in the time of year when we're about to be with family for a big chunk of time. And that's just not quality connection time. Well, for one, it's not quality because it's Neo's around all the time. And that's just full on. And then the other thing is, you know, when you're in somebody else's home, you're not just hours of doing your own thing. And the evening is spent with family and all of that, which is the whole point. But what that does for a relationship can mean that you just find you're like, oh, it's been days since we've sat and just had a casual conversation that flows with ease. And you're just mm-hmm. packing, packing little conversations in in between moments. So, yeah, And you're out of your routine. So when you're in your flow and your routine, my nervous system relaxes. I think that that's why it's important for us and our relationship to when we go through periods of, you know, lots of travel or where there's things happening every weekend, we have really full work weeks, these type of months happen. It's important to, after that, have several weeks or at least a while where you're still doing your normal life, but you're not going places. And that I feel like it not only resets, but it resets like our lives and allows us to do things like laundry. It also helps reset our relationship. And I think that's super important. So as you're saying, we're in one of these kind of like busy periods right now. So what is, so I think this is a good time for me to pick a bone. All right, let's pick a bone. Okay. And then also what, you know, I'm, I'm also realizing that last night we spent a little time with friends and then tonight I'm going to go out to dinner with a friend and then tomorrow we're one of us is taking care of our friend's baby. So that's it. That's, that's it. it until for a while. That's it. Well, yeah. we always have a good time on our drives places. Yeah. Yeah. What do you what do you think we're going to do? We don't have one day to like stock up on This is why we're talking about quick connections. Right. <laughs> What? I'm waiting here with bated breath because you're like, I got a bone to pick. I do have a bone to pick. All right, we'll pick it. The bone that I have to pick is I asked you today, I was like, hey, I'm feeling like the moments that we have alone, it's taking a minute for us to connect and we're still sort of in our own worlds. We're just operating around each other, which by the way, if we have a second kid, this is what I hear is like chips in the night, all the things in those early days. And I am just so aware what a strain that is for me. And you said, well, I'm really focused on these quick connections, like, you know, pausing to give you a kiss in the morning. Because when you come wake me up in the morning, you're you're doing it at a time that's very thoughtful for me. But it does mean we have less time together in the morning. But it gives me a lot of good sleep. And I appreciate that. But then, you know, we're like, okay, we're getting ready. And you pass off Neo and you're going to the bathroom and doing all the things. And so sometimes we forget to just look at each other and be like, how would you sleep and the things. So you did that this morning, and so you talked about that, and I really appreciate that. But for you, you you have a way of just being satisfied with what you have, and maybe I'm wrong about that, but I would say that for me, I need more. I don't like that parallel play when, it, when we don't have much time together. Mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying. So the bone is that 
you were like, thanks for letting me know. And now that I know, I'm going to be more aware. And I didn't want to say anything because you were really hungry. And you told me, I'm really hungry. It's hard for me to focus. Can't have deep conversation. And I was like, I'm going to let this go. But now I have an opportunity to bring it back up in the safe space of our podcast, which is, what do you mean now that I know? You, you, I tell you this all the time. Oh, I have an answer for that. And yeah, I figured that, I figured that that statement would bring that up for you. Oh, really? You're so smart. Why'd you say it? I didn't say now that I know. Let's be clear. I said now that I have a deeper understanding because that is what I find to be really important things of like integration of other people's needs and experiences, especially when you're living with them. You can hear something once. And I don't think that this is something that men or women are better or worse at. I think that this is something natural to most people is that when you hear something, a request or a need from another person, you hear it the first time, but like, it, it it makes more sense the more that you hear it. That's the way we learn. And of course, if you asked me out of the blue, hey, is it important for us to be connecting right now or whatever? I would of course say yes. But when you expressed yourself, I gained a deeper understanding of what you needed. Even if it was words and language that I knew, I could have said the right thing. I could have answered before. And so like, it's a way for me to acknowledge and show appreciation for you stating and sharing a need and saying, now that I have a deeper understanding or now that I'm reconnected to it, you know, like figured, there's more intention that will go into it. I figured it was reconnecting to it, you know, like, oh yeah, let's do a reset. This is another time where we need to focus on it. Cause we're both, we were both doing a lot of just chips in the night kind of behavior. I mean, I was too. We're both so tired and, and you know, I'm choosing to be out tonight and things like that. So, and then I had been sick and so it was just kind of naturally. So, so I thought, oh, okay, he's just saying like, right, let's get back on the same page. Let's reset. But deeper understanding, what, what was the deeper understanding? Okay. It's maybe hard to explain. It's like a craft, like knitting or... You, you remind me, I want to take my my crafts with us out of town. Please don't let me forget. I won't. The basics of it, you know, you could do blindfolded, but the more you do it, you gain a deeper understanding of it. It's not a question for me. Do I know how to do this? Or do I know that it's important? It's a question of a deeper, more integrated understanding of something. And that's why when people specialize or they do something for a lifetime, even if it's simple, like meditation, you know, there's nothing to it. But the more you do it, you gain a deeper appreciation and understanding for it. The same is true for ways that you show up or things that you want to do in your relationship. That's Why do what you I think mean it by irritates me? Um, because I think you really like things to work the first time, every time, all the time. And you get really frustrated when they don't. And, you know, that's normal. I'm not saying that's crazy, but that's not a bad perception. But I think sometimes you will lose sight of the fact that things take work to work. You know, for example, like your phone or your computer. For your computer to work well, you need to do the software updates, keep it clean, not have six million tabs open. You know, you need to put work into it so that it functions properly or eventually it won't work like it's supposed to work. And 
I think the same thing goes for being able to show up as your best self or being able to show up as the best version for that person and supporting well, them. Well, hello, hello. I know that principle. Of course you do. No, the principle of course. We always have to work on ourselves and we always get to up level and be just, you But know. not only just about yourself, about, you know, continuing to grow to like meet the needs of the other person, you know, as, as I am showing up, I show up in ways that meet your needs. And that is a, an aspect of being a healthy partner. Because I'm not always going to show up well, but it, you know, I work on that. Even if I know, it, I think it's theoretically less that, no, what to do. I, no, 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 no. So you know, knowing what to do and not being able to do it every time—that makes sense to me. That's contextual, like you said, and you said something really helpful. And it might even be the same thing you said. And I'm not going to be able to do that every time because there's context. And sometimes, like for example, today I'm hungry. And so I can't have a deep conversation. And there was something in that that struck me in a different way. And so it's very similar to what you're talking about. But I don't have the expectations that you're going to get it right every time because of context and how you're feeling and what you think about that particular moment. It's just that I was surprised to hear you say, oh, I get it now. Part of that is just responding in that situation how you how do you you're because what you're saying right now responding in that situation how do you live in this world when things don't make sense you're like that was just the way i responded in that one situation and i respond in different situations in different situations it's like i can't even fathom this world that you live in where things are just like like movies and plots don't make sense and aren't realistic and you're just like it just is just let it be it doesn't need to have an answer it's like doesn't have to be anything and i'm like i don't know what you mean by that <laughs> i mean i don't know i'm sure there's some good philosophy on this but like how do you what is your basis of knowing anything if nothing is real and everything is fluid Welcome to the matrix, man. I mean, I don't know. It's, I guess for me, this is how I'd answer it. And this is completely off the top. I would say that's eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, not matrix. Sure. Well, it just, I had nothing is real, but yeah, probably. I guess for me, and again, this is way off the top of my head. So that's a pretty deep meta question. So for example, you're, you're talking about the movie, you know, like the movie plot, like does every little thing need to be I'm not watching the movie for it to be realistic. Like, I guess I'm thinking about, like, what's the purpose here, you know? And if the purpose of watching the movie is to have fun and enjoy it and to be entertained. No, but the purpose is to get lost in it, to become, you know. Maybe to, that's your purpose. Well, I mean, yeah, but to get invested, that's another way of saying it, to enjoy the plot. Yeah, but enjoy. But if the plot... But, you know, I mean, they didn't come up with Jump the Shark for nothing. If the if the movie jumps the shark or the show jumps the shark, then it's just not good anymore. Sure. And maybe you just, it sounds like you just have a lot lower tolerance for that kind of stuff. Of course, eventually it would get unwatchable because if it's just completely unrealistic, like the, those John Wick movies, which I don't think you've ever watched, but like the action movies with uh, Keanu Reeves, where it's like, I mean, he's just like all kinds of like gunplay and whatever and you know i mean like by the fourth one it was just so completely unrealistic same thing with the fast and furious things i mean they're just like completely over and over but for some people it's just you know they just want the pure enjoyment of it and i don't mind that it's more 
it's more, I don't mind, like, goes too fast, flips 20 cars, survives, <laughs> gets shot 100 times, survives, you know, triple sow cow. You need to know how they got from Tokyo to New York and, you mm-hmm. know, didn't yeah. eat or go to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, let me newsflash, you're going to struggle with a lot of movies. <laughs> I just don't understand that. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't really understand where this conversation's going. No. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, but yeah. Just quality time. Quality time. I mean, I guess. No, I had a bone to pick, and we were talking then about how you. This is just you know who you are, and and you live in this world, and it seems so pleasant over there <laughs> in I, Adam it, Land. It it probably is. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I I don't want to sound like a doofus, but like, I mean, just. Yeah, let it enjoy, have fun. You think I don't have fun? No, I don't. Of course, you have fun. I think you're just, and I don't know how to say it. Like, you also are more more attuned to things than I am because I'm a little. You know, sometimes I can be a little bit aloof. I guess. Yes. <laughs> I've tried to be more intentional and work on that, but like I am. Yes, there is a part of me that is oriented towards love and positive fun. Like, and that is not always the best way. I've, we've talked about that and I've admitted that. That's not always the best way. But overarchingly, like, I still think it's try to keep my stress levels low. And one of the ways I'm doing that is not worrying so much about things. Do you think your stress levels are low? I think so. I think generally they are. I like how you take you took your voice down a notch. You like I think I think generally they are <laughs> well, just to prove that nice low calm tone. Cool. I mean, I I definitely experience stress. I'm very conscious about it. You know, I try to remain calm, keep my heart rate down. It's you know what's so funny is that the thing about timing that you get so stressed out about is that you try to be early to things because it it is less stressful. You never once have to you know, push on the gas too fast or anything. You just get to go with ease to a place. But you will stress out so hard to be stress-free, to go, to be early, which then creates less stress. But you will stress hard. Do you know that just getting three people out of the house at the same time will always be stressful? You should just anticipate that. I think you do anticipate that, and yet you still get stressed out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I... I'm real fluid with time. I'm better than you. You are. You're definitely better. And I, I my life is very successful. <laughs> Would, wouldn't doubt that for a minute. And I know that. And I play with time. Yeah. I need to live up to you with all that. You got it. I'm just a stress ball about time over here. I think in my perfect world around time, like I like to move and have everything ready so it continues to flow it's not this like abrupt like i like to keep a steady pace in getting to a place so i start with time so that i can you know get ready at an enjoyable pace and then you know head out the door but sometimes that does start quote unquote getting ready you know pretty early or putting things together because what i don't like is the like last five minute you know rush out the door that's just so i am just relaxing all morning long and then all i have to do is get ready for five minutes yeah you're like and folks that run like that ran high school cross country know this there were always 
always like that one kid who would just run the race where he would just like sprint for like two, 300 meters and then walk for like a hundred and then sprint and then walk. And that's, and they were always so annoying because they would just sprint past you and then you'd pass them walk and you'd just be keeping this steady pace. And then they would sprint and walk. Yeah. Those people. So I annoy you. No, you don't annoy me. You don't annoy. I've, I've totally let go of that. Like, yeah, I've, I have been, and yes, I still get stressed, but it's not directly at you. It's just, and I've gotten so much better at it. You have gotten so much better. And in the last few weeks, you've really gone downhill. (laughs) Sometimes I'll play it out. The times I do get stressed are when I thought, think, start thinking about the consequences further down the road, which play into it a lot more with a kid. What? The consequences further down the road. This is how I spend my whole life planning is thinking about further down the road. I've already planned out the next two weeks and I know that it won't be exactly what I think it is, but I'm anticipating all those things so we don't get out of town and then all of a sudden have to run to the store to go get packets for Neo, which he won't eat anymore, by the way. And you're like, oh, I'll just run out and go get it. And I'm, and then I'm thinking about cost savings on time, energy, gas. I mean, I but wish I could just... What? Be me? I know. Yeah. No, I would, would not marry you. <laughs> <laughs> but you're talking about looking down the line at the time. Yeah, not, not on a two-week time span. That's no, too even, long. No, but even day, same day. The same day, yeah. Yeah, even same day. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I'm just thinking about the time and the timing of things. But I'm just, just like saying on, we're just like same. on Sunday, where, yeah, we're totally the same. Totally the same. <laughs> this is a good podcast because I'm winning. Good. Always, always maintain the the equilibrium in the house. Exactly. Maintain. Yeah. Totally. Because yeah. you're relaxed. I'm not here to sit here and try to like bring up all the ways I've I have experienced difficulty with you or something like that or like a difference in these situations just focus on like I'm just yeah agree with you like support you you'll you'll in my in my experience like just loving and supporting you will you'll be the best person if I just you know it is a hundred percent true that I am a better person because you just love and support me I don't think we'd get where we need to go if I just loved and supported you. <laughs> Why doesn't it go both ways? Like what who would we be? We'd be we'd be the worst. We'd be Jane Jane and Jack Doe. I don't know who those John, people are. Jane and John Doe. What like we'd be dead and unidentifiable? <laughs> we you? would be No, we'd be like boring. And, boring. And just like what like, what would life be? I mean, I just think you should just be completely who you are. And who you are calls me out on things. You think all women are high strung? (laughs) I like these big, broad. Do I think all women are high strung? No, there's no all and none. I think that there are like societal things that play into here where, you know, a lot of times women have to typically, let's see how to say this, juggling a lot and they specifically in the in the family setting women are juggling a lot of different things and they will sometimes process those 
you know, just differently or more verbally because that's, they're more community oriented. They're more oriented towards like the collective where men have been, we've been a lot of conditioned to be a little bit more oriented towards the individualistic. So, you know, we'll just do it or keep it to ourselves rather than, you know, like bring the family along with it. So it feels like women are more high strung when they're just trying to create more collective momentum around something where men are just like, well, I'll just do it and then it'll be done and then nobody will have to worry about it. And there's logic in both ways and both ways are right sometimes and wrong sometimes. It's just how folks are oriented and conditioned to be oriented. I'm looking for the holes in this. But oh, I'm sure there's no, 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 no. holes no. so big you could drive a Mack truck through. No, no, there aren't. And I, there aren't. I knew that you'd have a, it was a funny question because I know that I know what you really think. And I knew that you'd have a response like that. But I, I appreciated that you even went, you know, that you went in the direction that you would, that you did to talk about basically, you know, white supremacist culture and patriarchal culture and how that how that trickles down that just the by design like how that is and I I don't necessarily know that it's always in well for one it's not always men and women like that they aren't always in those categories but and it's not always in it's not always just family centered but I am I am curious about that what you would what what you would have attributed and I I think it is true that women are you know I don't think it's true I know it's true that women are asked to carry a lot men are also asked to carry a lot and a lot gets put on isn't that interesting that a lot so much gets put on to men so much i know but then what is it about the fact that women are asked to hold all of that because you know we've talked about this 150 million times with with emotions absorbing other people's emotions because they can't handle it themselves you know anytime somebody's oppressed they're being asked to do something and hold something that somebody else doesn't want to hold or do yeah forced to not asked forced Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i you know I think in I think in today's modern world we have begun as a society begun to appreciate more in like a the cultural conversation all that women hold and I think in that we have really yet to have the conversation of all that men in the modern world are holding because we still kind of think about men as men were in like the 1950s men today men my age Fathers in their 40s, 30s, 50s are are not like men in the 1950s. And we're not just going to work and having martinis at lunch and then like coming home and plopping down on the couch and turning on the game and watching TV for the rest of the night. That's I don't know one man who's to that extreme. But we haven't started to have the cultural conversation because, you know, men are really bad at starting that kind of like conversation. Um, But they were oppressed then, too, because they in the sense that they weren't allowed to express any feelings. Totally. They were told that they just had to provide. And if they were emotional, it was weak. And yeah, you couldn't be different than that. Yeah. And, you know, I believe this. We don't do a great job in being able to have like, how do we talk about healthy male empowerment right now? It's very socially acceptable to talk about female empowerment. It's very socially acceptable to talk about supporting girls, as we should. I'm not in any way. That's not a bad thing. 
you know, young girls are told they can be whatever they want to be. Young boys are told that, you know, they know they can be whatever they want to be, but like there's a different conversation happening there. Mm -hmm. Well, and it is, and we've talked about this before, but it is becoming so that the the boys aren't actually thriving. And falling way behind. behind. I also just want to rework the idea of hysterical as just being, you know, rationally emotional. That it's just, you know, high strung is just... Having regular emotions, I find that if 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 I'm given space to have the emotion of the high strongness, it passes. Amen to that. And that's something that I feel like everybody needs to, you know, it's never the right time or whatever. Like context, space and place are, are constantly used to push down people's feelings and emotions. And oftentimes, if that person is just allowed to have their emotion, it passes you know, we have to start to swing a pendulum that way. Mm-hmm. Of course, you could take it in a too far way to where you're just constantly, you can't have a normal conversation with the person. Because, but that fear is used to oppress people that are just trying to have normal emotional reactions. So I also need to then make space for you to have your reactions to the time thing. Because my thought was, okay, so why don't people like to let people have their experiences? And like you said, it's driven by the fear, but it's also driven by the fact that it causes stress on other people. Because when you do the time stress thing, it just stresses me out. And then all that sweet relaxation that I bundled into creating steam for my five minutes of getting dressed is gone. Totally. Yeah. And it definitely goes both ways, you know? And like one thing I have learned about, you know, your emotional reactions. The thing is, is it's not about me. And I often find that with you, and you've said that, like, don't take it personal. Don't get defensive. This is not about you. And I find that a lot of times when I have an emotional reaction to something, you take it personal Mm -hmm. and you make it about you. Mm -hmm. And it's not about you. It's my emotional reaction to something. So, you know. So you're trying to be Jane and John Doe. Jane and John Doe, definitely. You want a boring life. Boring. Tamper me down. Bore No, us. that's not tampering you down. That's just that's just uh, reflecting back to you something that No, no, no. And I don't want to I don't want to glaze over that. That is really important. I really appreciate it. You've said it. You say that to me often and in the heat of the moment when I'm upset, you say that it's a double standard. That's not a great time to point that out to me, <laughs> but I hear it now differently because it's not in real time. And I hear it in the context of what I basically just volleyed up and and set up for myself to hear it, for you to say it at, at a time that I just kind of teed that up. And so, yeah, but I, I just would love to see what it would look like. And we have already done so much work to be more generous and understanding and less volatile and less reactive, not volatile, reactive to each other in the ways that our reactions show up. And I like it. It's just so much more beautiful. And so I just have to trust that Jane and John Doe are actually really fun. What we talk a lot about is there's some foundational elements that are very boring in Jane and John Doe. But what they have is they create a strong, stable foundation upon which you can be wild and crazy and have fun. Because if you don't have that strong, stable foundation of connection, then the fun is fun for a little while, but then it spirals and then it becomes unsustainable. But because you have that boring foundational thing, your fun is then you can truly let go. Do you, I also think of this as serenity as an acquired taste. I used to think the idea of serenity just sounded so square. 
Do you ever find that you get annoyed with yourself for all the ways that you like to teach me things? <laughs> I mean, what a question. That you try to school me. I mean, you're just, I'm saying that See, but I'm tongue not, in cheek. I'm not trying to school you. I'm just channeling through what comes up. Like I'm teaching myself this as I talk as well. I mean, you just sound so emotionally intelligent. Yeah, but that's that thing about integration. You need to hear it like several times before. And so part of it for me is just like vocalizing it. And then fingers crossed, I could I could maybe implement it or actualize it in my life. It's I mean, that's the thing. Do you think every single motivational speaker or like person who's like out there talking about how successful they are? When you hear them speak, they sound like a perfect person. But we all know that all those folks, when you listen to Brene Brown or Glennon Doyle, you're like, wow, their lives must be absolutely fantastic. And we know from hearing that that they aren't. And that's okay because that's normal. It's one thing to be able to like talk and communicate about what to do or how to live. It's another thing to be able to put it into practice. And I'm just talking. I'm not actually practicing right now that's where the hard stuff is i mean you just sound so smart (laughs) but i don't want to say this i want to be really cautious not to say this in a way that's that's subtly downplaying it or cutting it or you know making a joke on something that's really valuable i mean what you have to say is really valuable to me so thank you yeah i hear what you're saying and it wouldn't be the first time in my life i've been considered a smart ass I was kidding. I well, do I not know. think you're a smart ass. I'm like amazed. It's an insecurity on me. Like, oh my gosh, he's so amazing. He's so smart. He's like got it. Like, gosh, I want to think like him. I want to feel that way. That sounds peaceful. And and I appreciate what you said of it. it it's easier to say it than to, to put it into real time practice. But I mean, it's so wise and I don't want to cut into it at all. It's the whole reason we have this podcast is I want, I wanted people to hear you. You're smart. You're smart in many ways, but you just know things sometimes very deeply and you're right. You don't, you suck at practicing sometimes. Mm -hmm. Totally. But a smart ass, I just would never, you having clear, strong, wise, deep perception of things that aren't cocky. That's what comes off is like when people think they know everything, they're being really cocky. You didn't say that with cockiness. You said that with just total clarity and truth. People are like, oh, and he knows everything. That's insecurity on their part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the support and love that you give me. Mm-hmm. Gives me the courage to be able to continue to talk. Mm-hmm. I love you. I love you. Bye. Thanks, y'all, for listening and participating. We always have a great time with you. And if you enjoy the podcast, please go online and rate, review, share this with your friends. This is the way that we build this community. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.